All right. They call me Stacy. Ready? Communal, <laughs> communal animals. This is a fly. This is on the fly episode. We'll just have to explain that too. Okay. Yeah, people love it when we're lazy. Look at this uh, 1660 peach tree cup. Oh wow! That's I didn't know that that was the company. <laughs> Where'd you get that? I've had it since I lived there. How did you get it? When you moved into 1660 Peachtree, it was such a high-class operation. They would give everyone a mug. Oh, that's cool. I tend to use the 20-year-old Target set mug. It's now being called Vintage Online. Ugh. I guess. people. I heard someone, uh, some Gen Z person describe people like us born in the 19th century. From the 1900s, I'm sorry. Ew, weird. <laughs> what? What's weird? We were born in the 1900s. Yeah, the 20th century. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's why I knew that that was wrong, because I knew that that's not right. <clears throat> Ready? I guess it's weird. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. I mean, oh, at some yeah. point, at some point, it's weird. Especially when you're really old and you're one of the few people left. Like, think about the people who were born in the 1800s, late 1800s. Yeah. They're like, big deal. Oh, wait a minute. There's nobody else. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, that person was born in 18, even if it was 1899. It's so weird. What was that? Uh, it was my a, a weekly screen time report popped up. I don't like modern technology. It happened on my phone, but my phone somehow has been paired with my computer. So when things pop up on my phone and I'm near my computer, not all the time, just when I'm near my computer, so it's probably a Bluetooth thing that I need mm -hmm. to turn off. It, uh, yeah, it just starts popping up on the computer also, which I can understand yeah. the convenience, but you know, you no, I hate that. My, this is a little bit different, but I have a, I bought a little mini Alexa for my car <laughs> and uh, cause it was on sale and it was really cheap. And um, sometimes when it's just parked, just my car is just parked in the parking lot and I, maybe I'm parked close enough to my home. My phone will come up and say, Hey, it's safe to drive. Like your Alexa's paired or I'm like, are you a passenger? You know, something like that. I'm like, I'm in my house. Leave me alone. Yeah. What does a car Alexa's do? You can um, Alexa. Sorry, I called it Alexis. I don't know its name. That's kind of better because then people their their Alexises won't go off when you say their names. You know, but don't you have to say hey? No, that's for Google. Oh, okay, Google. Well, then they should have made um, it a really. I know that Alexa is not the most popular common name, but they should have made it something really ridiculous. Well, Echo is the other name, like Barfla. Barfla. I'm, sh I'm sure eventually you can change it to anything you want, but right now it's either Alexa or Echo. Barfalo, what's the lifespan of a penguin? See? The lifespan of... Here's what I found on the web for. Lifespan of the penguin. Wait, what was I going to tell you? Was I saying something? I was asking what an uh, inning car Alexis oh. does. It's, uh, Alexa. it's for sometimes like... Oh, the other day I was pulling into my uh, parking spots, you know, I was, park I was parking, and I could see that my... Uh, living room light wasn't on and so my house is going to be dark when I walked in so I said in my car I said you know Alexis turn on the living room light and she did you know and I you can add things to your grocery list while you're driving you can ask her questions you can uh, play playlists you know from your Amazon account or from anywhere I guess I'm really not into the smart home I don't like it I don't like the ring doorbells 
I don't like being watched all the time. I don't like the ring doorbells either because you're constantly getting notified by something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would rather if I had the ring doorbell, I would have it set even because I'm not really afraid of crime. Um, I would have it set to only talk to me if someone pressed it because my parents have one just because it came with the house where they moved and um, they are their phones are constantly making the ding ling noise. That doesn't drive them crazy. They don't turn that off. They don't. I don't know. They're easy. You know, my dad. My dad will be watching a movie that he found on TV when at, with commercials because they still have cable. He'll be watching all of the commercials through like Harry Potter or something when they a own all the Harry Potter movies so they could like put in the DVD or of whatever. And all of those are available on the streaming services that they have. But my dad just like, I don't mind. So, yeah, they just like don't care about stuff like that. Yeah, but I feel as though the ring thing, all the alerts are a bother. I understand. Absolutely. I understand what you're saying, and that he watches movies on cable and just maybe doesn't care about things. Being bothered. <laughs> well, that, that, that's the that's the thing. The ring would bother. That's a bother. Yeah, I agree. Watching, um, it's amazing. Yeah. They still have cable. I realize now that cable viewing is a passive experience. And maybe that's why people like it because you go in not knowing and not having to think about what you are going to watch and things are just presented to you. And you're like, okay, that's there. I do remember um, like early on when I, well, not early on, but um, I remember going into like to stay at the Highland Inn and, you know, just turning on the TV and just like flipping around and it feeling very good. It feeling like very familiar and like comfortable. Like, oh, I can just like just watch something but then i would turn it off quickly because i didn't really find anything or commercials would happen for 45 minutes you know in a 20 minute show yeah you really hate commercials i really do the other day i was trying to get the kids to watch a movie and i had searched for it through my roku and found it on amazon prime and when i you know when you search for it you just select it and it it sort of starts that app on its own and it starts the movie on its own um and then a commercial started. I was like, oh, fuck that. And so I went back and I and I had to rent it for like $4. And it wasn't even a movie I really wanted to rent, but I was like, I refuse to sit through commercials. I mean, commercial blocks were getting pretty ridiculous. And I think there's still long. You're talking about uh, movies that are on cable on TV. Uh, those still have pretty long commercial breaks. And MTV was always the worst. MTV had really long commercial breaks, if I remember. Really long. I think you're right. MTV... And, oh, I think it was like, um, was it like either TNT or USA? How like it would be a really long time before a commercial would start, right? Like they give you, they'd give you like 45, 50 minutes of a, or nah, maybe like 45 minutes of a movie, right? They'd start with a commercial. It would be tolerable. They'd get back to the movie. And then it felt like as the movie was almost about to end, the the commercial segments would jump in sooner and sooner and sooner. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. They want to hook you, and then yeah, so they you're hook you. you're invested in the movie at that point, and then it's like, all right, now the last thirty minutes is going to take two hours. <laughs> God, <laughs> but can you imagine like you're watching a movie and you're into it, and then you know maybe it's serious or it's heartfelt or you're you know you're feeling something, you're feeling the mood that's 
so many people worked so hard to set, you know, through the writing and the lighting and the camera work and the whatever. And then there's like flow from progressive making some stupid joke, you know, you're just out of it. So like when you go back to the out of the commercial break after a lizard has, you know, stopped talking to you about car insurance, then or the general and then it's like some serious moment that you're supposed to like jump back into and feel and, and then at the end you're supposed to be like did i like that movie well if you're watching any movie on tv and using it as the guide to decide if it was a good movie or not you're an idiot because also the the editing that goes into it mm. they just chop it up because it has to In fit the beginning where it says like the this movie's been edited for time. Yeah, I mean, it used to be changed. The The aspect ratio used to be changed, too, obviously, when we had yeah. four, three TVs, and you would lose. I mean, that was pretty ridiculous, too. Some people didn't care. They thought it wasn't a big deal. It was like, hey, this thing was shot with that in mind. There are yeah. things happening in the edges of the frame, so if you're losing that, then that's when they would do the pan and scan. Where they would, like, Oh, that was always... And it always looked like... Like yeah, copy. because it was done after the fact. It wasn't you know, natural to the... The worst culprit, the one that I noticed the most was um, multiplicity. <laughs> what is that? The one with uh, Keaton? Yeah, uh-huh. Where he <laughs> plays all those... He like is cloning himself and the clones get more and more dumb. <laughs> Which... And that a one copy is of a, a copy? pan and scan. Huh? A copy of a copy? Yeah, exactly. I, just, I love Michael Keaton and I hated that movie so much. But maybe I'd go back now and think it was funny. Sadly, stupid. I don't even remember watching that movie in its entirety. But obviously I did because the thing I took from it, I think it was the first time it was introduced to me that uh, a copy of a copy loses integrity. And you continue to make copies of a copy and then you lose information. It's like, oh, wow. I just you didn't know that from like copying tapes? I probably should have. Or maybe I never yeah. thought about it. I don't... I, here's the thing. I wasn't that big into quality. I like, I was thinking about, you know, Napster days when if you downloaded the, the information was listed there. And if you downloaded a low bitrate file, it sucked. Like the sound quality sucked unless it was egregiously mm. bad. I just didn't care. We didn't, we didn't have a way to listen to it on a quality system. So we were just, no. And I would, listening to, yeah. And I would record matter. the radio. So I didn't, you know, when you put a cassette in and you record the radio and that, well, that's what I mean, like copying cassette tapes. Like if you if you had a cassette tape that you'd used a bunch of times and recorded stuff over, didn't you notice that like it would get warbly and weird? Oh, yeah, but that's different because that's using the same cassette tape over and over. I'm talking about oh, making a copy okay. of a copy of a copy. I kind of felt like they were similar ideas. And so it's like, oh, it didn't it didn't hit me like it hit you, I guess. No, but I think, you know, if you made a copy onto another cassette tape. I don't know. The cassettes, because they were analog, though, they may have held fidelity. So if you had a cassette tape with something on it and you copied that to another cassette tape that was new and then you copied that to another cassette tape that was new, I feel as though that would actually keep information. MP3s, no, I think you're though. Right. MP3s, the whole thing with an MP3 is like there's, a, there's information already missing. And that's why it's a lower or smaller file size and there's gaps mm -hmm. that are filled in. And if you have an MP3 and if you just copy it straight up, it's fine. But then if you save if you make a change or you do something you save it again as an mp3 then it starts pulling out even more information oh interesting okay or or online as you know as you see especially on old person facebook i say this as a middle-aged person but it's like facebook really is for grandparents at this point um yeah. 
you know, people post pictures or videos that are so fucking pixelated because it's a screenshot of a picture of the thing that they liked and then it was cropped and then it was screenshot again and then a person saved it and they post <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. And then at some point it's just become what they call moldy. It looks it's like it's blurry. Oh, is that what that's called? Yeah, there's a whole subreddit, moldy memes. <gasps> and if I'm on if I'm on Reddit, uh I'm the asshole. Like it doesn't matter really, but I'm the asshole who if someone posts something and it's old and pixelated, I will uh, post in the comments subreddit moldy memes. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Because, yeah, I think um, I think Tim Andrews' dad once posted some really horrible meme that was, quote, moldy. You know, and I, <laughs> I sent it or I, I screenshotted it or something because I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I Here's the thing. You can usually find the original if you if you like it that much. Yeah. You can find it and just find the Is better. it because they can't see very well? <laughs> no, I don't I don't know I don't know. I'm not gonna say that. Because that's that's too much of a, an excuse. It gives them a, a way out. I'm not trying to give them an excuse. I'm just trying to figure out why they would say Oh my god, my mom has like some digital photo frame things, you know, in her house. And and not even digital ones, but also just like regular pictures she's printed from her color printer photos <laughs> of me and like the kids and stuff but they're so pixelated like she took she only saved the small version like the thumbnail version and then tried to make it bigger and it looked horrible yeah that's I was like, like mom let, you got to get some better pictures she was yeah. like well that's what i had like she doesn't care she's like i just wanted the pic i just wanted it done yeah it's like me the napster music and when when i say that by the way I didn't mean that if it was so bad, I would listen to it. But, you know, right. there's these audiophiles out there who spend tens of thousands of dollars on a sound system, the turntable, and they want to maximize the audio fidelity. I have a friend who's like this, and I've listened to it. It sounds good. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know enough. I don't know what I'm listening for. I'm sh I know that it exists. Like, there's a reason people do this. But to me, I was like, eh, it <laughs> doesn't matter that much. I mean, that's fine. I think that is almost like um, an opinion on food. You know, some people, you know, want to have this sort of experience when it comes to food and they'll 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 want to try something that's been aged and sauces that have been, you know, worked on and cared for and used, you know, high quality. And sometimes you just want like a sandwich. I like always, no condiments and chips. I only ever want a sandwich. I don't like the high. So that's what I mean. Like you're fine with the, the you know, not food, not needing to be an experience. You're fine with music, not needing to be such an experience. Yeah. But again, you know, I am backpedaling a bit. When I was younger, I didn't even think about these things. Like, okay, here's the, here's the song. I'm happy to have the song. But, uh. Yeah, I wish I, I, I am interested, I guess, a bit to know what it is people hear and listen for with those high quality systems. With food, I understand it a bit more. Like there's subtleties and complexities that I can't grasp, I guess. But I understand why it's a little more obvious that if someone put a lot of thought and time and was a bit experimental or mixed, I, I, yeah. I know why people get fill, pulled into it. Or if you go you know, to a fancy restaurant, people like the service. I don't necessarily like being served. I don't like that dynamic. You sit there and like, sir, bring me my food and beverage. And <laughs> I'd rather get my food myself, honestly, even if I went to a restaurant. 
You put in the order like a Wawa. You go in, there's a touch pad. Well, and be careful what I wish for because airports have those iPads everywhere and they stink. I really can't stand that. Airports have the iPads everywhere? Oh, yeah. There's, there's airports. Atlanta doesn't, I guess, still. But in New York. I haven't seen them at BWI either. They installed a lot of these iPads where you just place your order. But they're not working most of the time. I think <laughs> I think that's the thing that bothers me the most. I don't mind the lack of human interaction. But at a restaurant, sure. You put in your order and then it's like uh, the, the the bell rings. Ding ding. It's like okay, there it is. I'm well, going. Well, the point the the service thing. I'll go thing, pick it up from the window. I mean, I understand what you mean, but when you go to a fancy restaurant, the service isn't just like bring me whatever I want. You know, it's it's that person is the like Sherpa that's going to guide you through yeah. this menu today, you know, so it's not the same. You're right. We, we went to a really fancy restaurant. Some friends were in town and then we all went and there was, yeah, the person explaining the foods and the choices on yeah. the menu and where the, uh, the ingredients came from. And again, to me, it's like, okay, great. But see, see, I like that stuff because like if I go to a museum um, and I'm looking at a piece of artwork or something, I'll think, eh. all right, interesting. Hmm, okay, I see. And then, <laughs> but if someone is there to explain the piece and say like, this is what the artist was doing and this is what was happening at the time and this isn't like, oh. Ah, see, I don't like that. That's a good point. That's a very good comparison, but I, I prefer like tour guides. And so whether it be in a museum or not, with a museum, I like to figure it out on my own or come uh, draw my own conclusions. And if I'm yeah. in a city visiting that I don't live in, I don't ever want to go on a, an official tour. I want to go explore my own and figure the stuff out. But I understand the value to it and how it can pull you into the world. Uh, well, walking around and exploring a city is different. I, I agree with you there, especially because those tour guides are usually like with other tourists. And on our episode, I think that we talked about like traveling or I don't know. I don't want, I never want to be considered, like, I don't ever want to, like, hold up a sign that sh tells people that I'm a tourist, you know? I'm sure that people can tell, you know, and in some cities that I'm a tourist, but I don't ever want to, like, I would love to be uh, um, more it, inconspicuous than that. Yeah. If you're on a tour, look. But, I mean, there are things in the city that you might not know, you know what I mean? Like, the tour guide walks... Walks you through and says, "Like, do you see that window up there? That's where Picasso painted his." You know, like, okay, cool. I didn't. I just looked like a window to me before. And there's a lot of that stuff hidden throughout cities, but you can also mm -hmm. figure it out on your own. I, I like it when you do a bit of research and you go out and you you find yeah, it. Fine. It is a strange pull to not want to be seen as a tourist. I get it. I do the same thing. Yeah, I don't understand why, though, especially if I'm in a city like Houston. What the fuck do I care if people in Houston <laughs> think I live yeah. there or not? No, but I agree. Like, I think Houston has lower stakes as far as if I'm considered a tourist or not. But if it's another sort of world, you know, if I feel like I'm out of my element, I don't want I want to project that I'm like definitely not out of my element. Yeah, if there's a city that runs specifically, there's a flow to it and a process. And you're not used to that. Yeah, you want to be able to fit in. Like New York is a good example of that. Any yeah. big city. You go to London. I've never been to Paris, but I assume there also. Well, so, Paris especially. If you say like the feminine une, 
instead of the masculine in, they'll sp- they'll stop you and be like, mm, "It's in." Yeah, are you American. Are you, oh, are you American? Too sweet American. Yeah, I don't want to like, go to. Fuck. I, I avoid Paris for that reason. I think it's the reason that it intimidates me because I don't yeah. want to go and be judged. And I know that you know my whole life is avoiding judgment. So going to one of the most judgmental cities in, in the face of the planet. Nice. You'd have to. The thing is. For you, you'd have to like not even try. You know what I mean? Like just be American. No, but no. Be, but 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 don't be an asshole American. <laughs> you know, like don't be the loud. I'm not doing sneakers. that either. That's why I'm not going. I'll I'll go at some point. I would like to, but yeah, it's it's or just be like I don't care. Like I'm gonna I'm just gonna be me. Like if it was me, for example. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because me. this is you go to a city and you want to respect the way that it operates, and so I've just right. accepted that Paris operates that way, and I'm not. I'm not going, even though I will right. at some point. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> like, I don't, don't want to go there. Like, I'm here now and I'm going to do it my way. Right. But what I mean is my what I'm what I'm saying for me, what I would do is I would try and speak a little French with people and let them correct me and not be afraid. You know what I mean? Because it is so difficult to blend as uh, the second you open your mouth or even the way you look like. French people will know that you're American because your teeth are white. Like if you have really nice teeth, they'll be like, mm, American. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Didn't smoke enough cigarettes. Yeah, I guess not. You got to get Access those black lines in between your teeth. You smoke so mm-hmm. many tigger- cigarettes. Tiggerettes. <laughs> those are special kid cigarettes from Tigger. <laughs> you smoke so many. You smoke so many cigarettes. My favorite smoke. I, after a long day of playing outside. Yeah, go bounce on your like, tail. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Stupid. My tail's a spring. I hated Tigger. I don't like any of them. I'm not a big fan of any of the oh, Disney characters. Oh, Winnie the Pooh is sweet. No. He's a doof. Ooh, He's such oh, a boy. slow doof. Ask Winnie the Pooh to do a simple math problem. It'll take him six hours. I am a little <laughs> black rain cloud. I really do not like any Disney character. There's no favorite. <gasps> what? What about Robin Hood? No, that I just. Fox is hot. That's fine, but now you're also getting on the outskirts. I'm talking about the main characters. Oh, you're talking about oh, you're talking about the the Disney Renaissance of um the first Renaissance of um like a Little Mermaid, not even Aladdin, not even that, just like the Lion core, King. the core, like Mickey Mouse, Minnie, oh. Donald Duck. You know, oh. I, the Looney Tunes counterparts were so much better. Daffy Duck's much better than Donald Duck. Mickey Mouse. Donald Duck. Why are ducks so grouchy? Mickey Mouse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Look into. <laughs> do, do Donald some... Duck is grouchy. Daffy is grouchy. Uh, Scrooge McDuck is grouchy just by his name. Scrooge. Yeah, the nephews are fine. They're a bunch yeah, of Yeah, but they're troublemakers. Yeah. Even in the original, um, like those early cartoons of Donald and his nephews. They were like being naughty. They were like stealing cigars. Did you ever see that one where they, they, they stole? Oh no! Wait, they were trying to be nice. Hold on. I think that they, they, they did something where they like stole something of Donald's, and he thought that they had stolen his cigars because I think they took his cigar box, and that he that they were going to try and smoke, and so he makes them smoke like every oh, yeah. cigar. Yeah, and then they get <laughs> sick or something, and then. It turns out that they were getting him a present, I think, or something. They were doing something with that box. I wish they would still make cartoons like that. Like some of that Disney stuff did have an edge to it that they would never 
ever go near today. Yeah. Like it still surprises me because I think even when we were kids, Disney was known as you know the safe option. And if if I came across one of the older ones that got a little closer to like Looney Tunes type content, it did shock me. I'm like, whoa, Disney, what are you doing? So they made the decision to be family safe and friendly always. Yeah, I hate it. I never got. I, I didn't have Disney Channel because that was for the rich parents <laughs> well disney channel um, we didn't have it either again i had zero. my friend had it and so she liked gummy bears and stuff and i hated the gummy, gummy bears that was on regular tv at some point though too a saturday morning oh i'm not thinking of that i'm thinking of the wrong thing oh no maybe it is kind of, i thought gummy bears was on disney it is i think it's a disney property sorry i had to mute because i was coughing i was choking on my coffee i was thinking so it's okay uh, I think it's a Disney property, but it was on Saturday morning cartoons because we didn't have the Disney Channel. I never wanted the Disney Channel. Never asked once in my life for the Disney Channel because fuck the Disney Channel. There's, well, do you remember when all the programming was like, oh, there was a huge move, like a lot of uh, um, right after us, right? Whatever the like just on the cusp after us were those people who watched the Disney Channel where they would draw the outline of the Mickey's ears thing. They're like, you're watching the Disney channel. And they would do that Mickey mouse thing with their like wand. That's a huge thing. That's a huge core memory for kids just a little younger than us. And we, we totally missed that. All of those like live action, all of those live action shows with all the people that are now grown up and famous, maybe like famous or mentally ill. <laughs> maybe, maybe the desire for fame is a mental illness. Well, they're kids, you know. Well, I'm just saying in general. What if it was treated like that? A mental illness? It should be. Yeah, what be. if fame was, if the, the desire for fame was treated like a mental illness? I think that if you are so driven by the pursuit of fame, that is your goal in life, it should be considered a mental illness. It's an illusion. Fame is ridiculous. The, the idea of fame is a total illusion. Ultimately, what do you get out of it? I People know you. Yeah, but, but what does that change? It doesn't keep you from dying, ultimately. <laughs> True. It doesn't. But it makes it makes someone feel fulfilled in some way. But I don't think it does. I think the idea is that it'll make you feel fulfilled yeah. because if you're famous, you've conceivably done something that's gotten you there, which you know, that's definitely changed these days. You can become famous and not have done a thing. Um, but traditionally you've done something you're like all right so my work's being recognized and people know who i am and that's exactly what more could you ask for that's wonderful and then you know there's no such thing as fulfillment it doesn't exist anywhere it's just bits i think of, that there's, there's different love i think that there's different um uh levels or, or categories of what fame could be right because you could be famous in a niche category where you're just known for something and you're not you know famous to the regular person who doesn't know about the specific like I said niche thing or you could be famous for nothing right like you're only oh so you're either famous because of an accomplishment or or uh, some kind of contribution and so that has more merit right you're not you're not famous for nothing there are people who are famous for nothing like people who are famous on like TikTok, maybe. Oh, like Bella. What is that girl who like did the weird like bouncy head, cutesy thing on TikTok? You know you're asking the, the wrong person, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, she got famous for just like 
being cute, you know, on on TikTok. She didn't really accomplish anything. So that kind of fame is interesting because like you would you would get the same attention as someone who did something or similar sort of attention that uh, that someone would get if they had actually done something, but it's empty. So it's not really fulfilling. I think the whole so thing's like empty. A trick. Yeah. And so maybe those people who are are sort of famous for quote nothing or feel like they're famous for nothing, you know, like an actor, right? Because they're famous for something. And I'm sure that they've, you know, done good for someone, you know, like there's someone who feels like I I came from, you know, that that town, that type of town too. And this person may, you know what I mean? So like you have you have given something to someone maybe, but for them, they feel like they've actually done nothing. And those are the ones who like go and try to sort of offset that by you know, becoming an activist or <laughs> you've really gone deep into this. You've Don't you think that that's real though? Don't you think that's you've, true? You've dissected this to shit. Just a pile of Not goo. Not to shit. It's a pile of, I've cut the frog up so many ways. It's just a lump of goo at this point. Well, but I'm identifying the goo. <laughs> this goo means that. I this, follow, that, that goo means this. I follow what you're saying. Um, and you're trying to draw all these different distinctions. And I think that's what made me laugh. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I just think, if your desire is fake, I get the appeal. Never, I mean, look, I like the idea of doing something and people liking the work and then knowing my work. I don't like the idea of going out and everyone, I think some people do like this. For me, it's like going out and everyone knowing who you are and bothering you and calling out your name because it's not really their fault either. If someone's excited to see you. I don't want to, I would want to be nasty. I think that's why I hate this because I wouldn't want to be nasty. And at some point you have to be maybe not even nasty, but you have to be short and cold with people because there's no and way to live your life otherwise. And, and at some point you're going to hurt somebody. Right. And not even like intentionally, you could, you could be doing the nice, the, uh, you could be reacting the nicest way you could, but people are still like, oh, okay, I get it. Too famous, too busy. I yeah, and maybe you just like, took. I'm just having a breakup right now at this restaurant. Like, yeah, maybe you just took 60 selfies and you're dealing with a personal thing and you don't want to do it right. anymore. And there's always going to be that uh, moment in time. Anytime I, hear, anytime I hear a story where it's like, yeah, I met Taylor Swift. She's a bitch. I'm like, yeah, fucking, I don't believe your stupid story. I mean, I think. Being in radio, we've been around famous people a bit more. Granted, it's still not in real life, but they come in and there's a bit more interaction than if you see someone out on the street. And I've certainly used that to judge character on if the person's mm -hmm. nice or not. And I think that it's, you know, we can keep it in mind that maybe they're just having a bad day. Um, having to get up really early. For, yeah, a stupid morning radio show. But for the most part, yeah. I think that my judgments are correct. Well, we're not. Uh, I'm not idiots. listing names. I'm not. I'm not saying no. any names outside of. That's he's, fine. We he's dead now. Screech was a real jerk. That one blew my. He mind. He was a jerk. That one blew my mind because the guy's only famous, and it's weird now because he's dead. So I don't, you know, talking about you can't it. Can't speak ill of the dead. Well, it's just you know I don't feel a need to, but so I, I don't need to pile on. But you know that guy was only famous for being on Saved by the Bell. That's the only reason, mm -hmm. and. If a radio station's having you in, if anyone's having you in, 
They don't care about your band. They don't care about your website where you're trying to raise money to save your house. I mean, maybe that's a bit of a novelty and there's more interest in that. But the reason you're there is because you're Screech from Saved by the Bell. And if you don't want to talk about it, why the hell are you there? And you can say, you can say, I don't want to talk about this at all. And I guess at that point, it's on the producer and the show to say, all right, then we're not booking you. And if you bring the person in and they have established that they don't want to talk about it and you still talk about it, I can understand why you'd be annoyed. But still, I think there needs to be acceptance. And there's a reality check. It's like, yes, okay. That's all people care about. So accept it. I think the person in that position needs to say they're not dealing with reality if they don't think that the a the only reason why they're there is because of that one thing and b that the person that they're talking to isn't going to bring it up that's not dealing with reality on reality's terms what instead they need to do is say like listen these people are going to bring this up this is the only reason why they know me i want to move on i'm actually here for something else so i need to figure out a graceful way to segue like deal with that let them have the moment of talking to me about it and then we can move on. But then, but putting up a wall, especially putting up a wall like that and then going into like a morning radio show, especially if we're talking about like the regular guys days, you know, not knowing that show, but being able to gauge what that show is. There's two men and a, a, a South side Steve, like, you know, you're going to say like, all right, this is this kind of show. I'm going to there there even if I ask them if even if I have this wall up they're going to push down that wall. They're going to break it down. So I need to figure out what's going on. They can't people are And there's like expectations. Just have realistic expectations ultimately. Yeah. Going. Let people let people talk about it. You should be so lucky. Make a little joke about it and then move on. You should be so lucky to be recognized for something even if it is yes. dumb as saved by the bell. <laughs> But that guy really was at least I mean, we were right, you know, he was a jerk. Yeah. I mean he stormed out at some point. And there were other people, but there's other instances of very, very, very nice people. Like uh Pee Wee Herman. That guy still seems to be ashamed about his arrest at the porn theater. Which such bullshit. It was. It was. And I understand it doesn't should be a they should the police that did that and like the the department or whatever they should be under arrest for that kind of bullshit yeah it's like that guy can't get out from under that now and then granny's not around this was like about 10 years ago he had some stage show going on and he was he, he does a lot of voice work yeah he does but as like visually on screen he's not around as much um yeah but he was i remember when when he was still disgraced you know and he and then i remember seeing him in that batman movie i was like oh my god that's Paul Rubens! yeah and even one, yeah we threw the penguin over the bridge <laughs> even if you don't care that he was caught jerking it in an adult theater. And I don't. It's there in your brain. And like, so he knows that. He knows everyone's thinking about it, even if they don't care that he did it. And that's so sad. Yeah, it's hard to escape that. But that guy was very, he was, he was wonderful. I really liked him. Oh, cool. He's a really cool dude. He's, he's I, a weirdo, but it's cool. one of cool. the few celebrity photos I, I got taken. I had taken. Oh, really? Because I would, you know, celebrities come into radio stations and then everyone comes out of the woodwork and the sales team's peeking through the studio window and they all want to pick. I would never do it. I just I refused. And because what am I going to do with it? I'm going to print it out like your mom and put it in a frame. <laughs> this with the line like the the the, you know, the cyan 
is running low. And so there's like a weird. Yeah, there's a color shift too because there's not. <laughs> it's, I love when people do print those out though and they put them in a frame. So it's like you took something shitty and tried to <laughs> make it nice. Why would you do that? You know, all, all you have to do is like send, you know, send your pictures to Walmart or something. <laughs> Like go to the CVS down the street. No, Walmart. Real photos. Well, I guess if it's digital, you can get it done quickly. We talked about film developing last week, but Walmart it takes like a week and a half or something. I just I only saw this online. There's not even a Walmart around, but I was looking for places. And like, yeah, send oh, it in. Send your digital. F- it's cheaper. It's cheaper if you do it online digitally. If you just send the files to them, and then they'll send it to your house for cheaper than if you go in and then go go back to pick them up. Yeah, that makes sense. My radiator is letting out its steam. I hear that. Yeah, it's basically that's its peeing, I guess. And it has waste that it needs to excrete. Anyway, so I think we've successfully avoided. It's, we can backtrack and try to get back to the beginning where we get to your topic about communal animals. So <laughs> should we start the show? <laughs> so we can get back to I'm just trying to loop us back. You we were talking about. Oh, yeah, the black lines in the teeth because of the tar buildup. If you smoke too much, acting like a tourist in Houston, I don't do that. I don't like being seen as a tourist. Neither do you. So when I go to Houston, yep. I rent the biggest truck I can find and I don't get out of it and I just drive on highways. <laughs> and that's how I spend my time. That guy lives here. Definitely from here. Oh, yeah. Do you see his truck? And then. Isn't I, it interesting that. I'm sorry, you want to go back? No, no. Go. <laughs> don't you think it's interesting that. Um, we can go on backwards like a, tangents now. So as we backtrack our long <laughs> tangent. And we had all these little offshoots going forward. As we go back, we can have offshoots. We've again. made like a cutting, you know, like a plant. And we're we're taking the cutting and we're putting that in a, a little jar and rooting that. And then we're going to plant it. Um, isn't it interesting that there's this movement out of L.A. that so many people who are, you know, famous uh, celebrity L.A. Wait, you're going back than, there? We got back to trucks in Houston, but OK. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Hold on. Let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that they're moving to uh, Austin. Everybody's moving to Austin. I didn't know this. It doesn't surprise me, I guess. I saw this weird clip. Austin's overrated. Wait. You know, the Keep Austin Weird thing? That's all bullshit now. I thought that was Portland. No, it's Keep Austin Weird. Maybe Portland also did it. Maybe I think Portland was first. I, I feel like, oh, I don't know. I'm sure the Austonians. Uh. The Austonians would probably have a word with you if, if they heard that. It's all bullshit. We're gonna lose now, so though. many listeners from uh, Austin. Well, it's like at some point, it's like it's organic. It's like yes, okay, this is a weird little town, especially in Texas, because it's this artsy oasis in the middle of an otherwise conservative working yeah. state, and. Yeah, there's weirdness that comes out of that. But then once you start saying we got to stay weird, then you start introducing weird things for the sake of it. And it's not the same. But you were saying. Uh, I just think it's interesting. Oh, I saw this weird clip of (laughs) Polly Shore and Chris Kattan. And they were walking around together in this like thrift store. And even Polly Shore, I just thought it was Polly Shore was like, you got to get out of L.A., man. L.A. is done la is over oh yeah says paulie shore just like you hey you're done you're over what a weird thing to say i know well he even said he said that um he i mean i don't know if he's joking or not he's so deadpan these days um he was telling chris Catan that he should he and paulie shore should do like a sort of dean martin 
um, Frank Sinatra type Vegas sort of show together. And he was like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> and, then, and then he, oh, what else did he say? He said, um, oh, that he, he, he wanted, he kept asking Chris Kattan for Will Ferrell's phone number and saying that he met him once and at a Equinox <laughs> and, he's, and he was really nice. And Will Ferrell said, call me anytime, but he didn't get his phone number. And he was like, so Chris, could I have Will Ferrell's phone number? He's like, no. You love this. I just thought it was, it was just so odd. It was such an odd pairing. And Chris Kattan, like, what is, does he have some sort of like physical disability? I don't he looks, know. <laughs> he looks strange now as he's gotten older. I mean, he was always kind of dimin diminutive, right? He was always kind of small. But now it's like, he almost looks like Big Ed from uh, 90 Day Fiance. Ugh, where he's like, his God. body is like bigger than his, strange proportions i don't know look up chris Kattan now and see what he looks like he looks weird and i'm seeing that he broke his neck during a saturday night live <gasps> sketch and the diagnosis was he has an incomplete spinal cord injury oh my god so i was kind of right i mean i don't i don't know when this happened or what the after effects were well i know what it is it causes someone like me to say what's going on with chris Kattan's body why does that have to pop into your mind? Why can't you just let let him exist as he oh, exists? Oh, I'm letting him exist. I'm just asking questions. The questions that don't need to be asked, I think, is the problem here. Your brain, my, I can't help that my brain notices things and then is curious about what that thing is. Big Ed, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, Big Ed, full of cum. I hate that man. That guy. <laughs> it's like, I haven't had sex in 28 years. I mean, the whole, it's just everything is about him. And even when things happen that are sad or serious, it's just he wants pity and the attention that comes along with it. And he doesn't he listen to what so people... He was so rude. He was so rude to Rose. So He was, but I, he doesn't ever listen to anyone. He's like, I need to find love and it needs to happen now. Do you want to find love? No, not really. I want to take my time and let it play out. Well, can I kiss you? No, you can't. Oh, well, too bad. And then he forces himself on the person and kisses them and says, you love me now. I hate him. Well, he loved, she loved, well, if we take it as it's given, she did seem to love him and like was excited about seeing him and being with him. And then he kept, he like asked her for a STD test and then told her her breath stinks and, and then she told her to, to shave. shave her legs. Yeah, I know. I mean, what an asshole. Yes. There's no denying that. 28 years and you can't fuck any like, guy this hot woman who wants you any guy who has a tattoo of himself on his body is an asshole he has a tattoo of himself yes there's a caricature during that season you're talking about he didn't yeah. have it yet but you know when his fame hit when he uh -huh. when he grew this can loop us back to the fame topic like that went to that guy's head he's got he's got his own line of things there's stickers you can buy of the the big ed caricature and then he's got that. If you look it up, he's got that exact tattoo on his body. Like he, he, he slaps his sticker on his stupid moped, on his backpack. So his face is pretty much everywhere. Ew. It's on his calf. Yeah. His calf. I, that a guy. It's not a very good, it's not a very good like meme of him or whatever. Or what is it? Caricature. It's not, it's not very good. No, he's not very good. I'd rather see him with that, like, in that kimono, putting mayonnaise on his head. <laughs> anyway, maybe this is a little too niche 
for some people. Now, people who are watching 90 Day Fiance are like, oh. Yes, the people who are watching 90 Day Fiance know Big Ed. And if you're not watching it, then you got to get on board. No, it's like it's, the Marvel. It's not too late. No, it's like the Marvel universe at this point. Where do you start? <laughs> it is so hard to know where to start. You just got to start. You just got to start season one, episode one. I started with uh, Before the 90 Days. Yeah, I started Before the 90 Days. And that was really interesting because then it, that was the people that uh, were, were they visiting the place? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were visiting the place that they were going to meet their foreign <laughs> bride <laughs> or. No, I think it's the husband. other. Oh, yeah. Before the nine. But then there's the other way where they also go. Yeah, but that's the where they want to live in the other country versus living in the United States. Is and it? I hate everybody says America. Coming to America. I hate that. The United States. America is like includes South America. Ameri you sound, you, the yeah, United you sound, States is not and Canada. Yeah, you sound Canadian now, I was gonna say. You're getting really riled up over this. How dare you? Well, well it's annoying. I I understand that it's all US centric and it's annoying for other people, but Yeah. I'm no I'm annoyed by it. Does Big Ed have a BDSM tattoo? I don't know. All I know that is other that like weird like thing on his other shoulder looks like a BDSM tattoo. All I know is I watched this latest season uh, that he was on, which I think was the single the life. Single life. Oh, I wrote because because on the Discovery Channel like app thing because the 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 title image or the cover or whatever for the the show single life is him standing there, you know, with his arms crossed, looking at me. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, if it's it was Stacy and Darcy no, on the front, I'd uh, watch it. No way. It's worth watching. Uh, he Is does it? he does feature prominently in it, but it's just amazing to watch this this moron operate, this clueless, self-centered asshole. He goes to Mexico mm. and he's hooked up. Or he's set up, not hooked up. He's set up uh, through a friend with this sweet lady. And she's like very in tune with herself and the world around her. And she's the kind of person who is genuinely willing to give a person a chance despite their looks and wants to get to know them and like tells him so many times what he's doing that it doesn't work for her because he's like trying these like I've, I'm only here for two weeks got to find love got to be in love before I leave got to find it and she's like hey these things need time it needs to breathe uh can you just let's just sit here for a moment and and enjoy this and he can't not talk he has to continue to talk and it's so much can you just shut up and sit in silence she brings up to him and it's it's amazing to mm. me how clueless and unaware this guy is it is so strange that what was that noise what oh it's mine it's a uh, the lady next door you know my this wall i share with her kitchen my god it got so loud it was loud like you're boosted automatically to compensate for the noise it's like oh can't hear oh. this enough so let's automatically boost <laughs> weird Oh, and oh. Yeah, it's gonna come back. There it is again. Okay, I'll whisper. No, no. No, wait. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Turn off the automatic <laughs> volume input gain adjustment. Whatever it is. I, I don't have. I don't have that. <laughs> what is Sorry. she doing? What is this? I don't know. Oh, it's probably like maybe like um a blender. You know, like one of those blenders tell her to make her fucking smoothie at 10 30 <laughs> she's done i can hear her hitting the sides unbelievable that's what you think she's hitting the sides and it needs another blend because the stuff got stuck on the <laughs> she's sides she's finding the chunks 
<laughs> anyway, um, it's worth watching. Yeah. And uh, it is. No, oh, I was going to say that I, over, it's so I mean, strange. for you, I meant for you. I'm not, I'm not saying it's worth watching for everyone. I'm just saying if you <laughs> like it, the single life is, is worth watching. Don't go. Uh, if, if you're not into it and you don't like this kind of shit, don't take my word that it's worth watching because it's trash. It's utter well, trash. Duh. Wouldn't that be any. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not, okay. not trying. I'm not promoting a, a work of art here. <laughs> of course not. It's absolute garbage. But sometimes garbage is awesome. Like you eat a bag of chips. Chips aren't good. That's not art. Yeah, but it's, still, uh, it's still good. You're not supposed to eat nothing but chips, right? Yeah, well, I don't consume nothing but 90 Day Fiance. However, I have been binging every episode of Pillow Talk, which is my new favorite. Yeah, I'm not into that one. I don't know why. Because you watch the episode, then you watch the same episode, but you get people's commentary on it. You love the commentary. Well, I do because I I feel so... <laughs> a lot of things make me feel lonely. <laughs> Because I think I'm a little lonely. Uh, so watching 90 Day Fiance on my own uh, is good. I like it. But all I want to do is like laugh about it with someone else and talk about it. And like I, I texted my friends like, hey, do you watch the show? And some people are like, oh, I used to watch it. So finding uh, Pillow Talk was great because then I got to like hear a lot of the things that I had thought, you know, and then I laugh with them. <laughs> That's why you want to do the, even though the season's almost over, the Sex in the City, you know, and just like that, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. The supplementary because, podcast because you want to be the pillow talk person. Yeah, I do. People are going to listen to me and then I'll say the things that they're thinking and then they'll laugh. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> listen, I love podcasts and we do a podcast. And so I understand the, the, the other side of it, you know? So yeah, I want to provide that for people. I want to be that person. And not, be, not because, and I'm not delusional. I think I am able to provide that. Then you should do it. I, I never want to discourage doing it. I know, but I need someone to bounce with. I can't do it alone. When you present it, though, as like an offshoot of this podcast that we then charge for, I just I saw like Patreon, zero subscriber. <laughs> like I saw it in my head. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't, I can't be in that position because again, I got to avoid failure and judgment at all costs. So no, that's silly. So if it was just launched as its own, I think you would have to. But I want to try and make a little money. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to make a little money. I know. Even this show. But neither of us want to shill. No, I won't. I can't. Yeah. Like if you set it up so that the show wasn't, I just don't think people would listen. I think there's like six people who'd say, okay. So is the little bit of money worth losing listenership? That's 30 bucks. 35 bucks. <laughs> 35 bucks? This is not <laughs> worth $35. <laughs> I could fill up my tank of gas with that. Oh, you're talking about if you made $35. I thought that you're saying like the one person pays $35 a month. No, no, no. Six people listen to it. Yeah, okay. And then they pay five bucks for the episode and it's $35. And then uh, for the episode. Of not even huh? a month. The five dollars doesn't even get you a month. It gets you an episode. Oh, is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, lot. I think. Oh, I think that's better because if we don't produce an episode because the season's on a break, then you don't pay for the month, and we have nothing. You know, we haven't posted anything. Yeah, but I don't. Maybe a dollar an episode. Five dollars. You can. You know, that movie you didn't even want to rent was cheaper than that. And that was. It's <laughs> a big production. <laughs> Wasn't two people yeah, but just. Lots of avoiding a Lots. topic <laughs> no but no no if we had something that we we gave out 
um, if we did an ep- extra episode a week, then <clears throat> that that could be like a dollar a month. Or I'm sorry, yeah, a dollar a month, right? But what would make no, it different wait, or special? Huh? I said, what would make it different or special? Why would do people? We would have to talk about things that we wouldn't talk about on this show, like secrets. Yeah, but that's you know that's there aren't really any. Yeah, it would probably just turn into bitching about the show. There was one that then. Oh, you're talking about like inside inside baseball type of stuff. Where yeah. Just, then it becomes yeah. very. Yeah, that's very narrow. So then you have to have people. Granted. <laughs> Granted, I know most people who listen to this podcast probably also listen to the radio show, and that's why they listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it's really only directed like, all right, so you know these two. They're on another radio show, and now we're going to dish the dirt on that other radio show. <laughs> <It's okay. Ugh. laughs> I just, eh. I don't really want to do that. I'm just saying it would have to be something worth uh, subscribing to. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I mean, I don't guess so. I agree. But, you know, figuring out what that is, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. And that's why I, yeah, avoid I don't it. know either. But then how else can we make a little money off I don't of think it? we do. I don't think this is worth I don't need it to make money. I enjoy doing it. I love, you know, talking. Th- I really like this show, even though it was not um, focused on a topic. But, well, we'll get to it. We're going to start the show here in a second. Oh, okay. We're going <laughs> to. I'm going to introduce the topic that I didn't feel like I could speak to because you had watched some Jack Hanna show. And no, I just thought about it and I thought it was interesting. You watched. I always, I always think about that. This tiny, this one line in war game, war games, um, where they meet the guy, uh, Dr. Falcon. Hold on. Does this, this ties to communal animals. Yes. Okay. So hold on. Hold on. Save it for the show. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. And this week's topic, communal animals. Animals (laughs) who live together in a community. Yeah. I don't know what you'd watched, Autumn. Something on Nat Geo or... As I said previously, Jack Hanna possibly popped up somehow. No, I always think about this one scene in War Games where they go to that little island where Dr. Falcon is living. And he talks about the extinction of the dinosaurs. And then he says, like, that will happen with humans, too. And the next. Oh, because humans were the small little mammals uh, 65 million years ago, whatever. And then. um then he's like, the next ones will probably be the bees. The bees will be the next rulers of the earth. <laughs> and I always think like, isn't it interesting that we really feel like we have been here forever and we will be here forever and we're the best and nobody else, no, no other species has it together like we do. It's called arrogance. And I think, yeah, it's total arrogance. And like, I think that Eric brings up a point Sometimes where it's like, where's the Shakespeare of dolphins? If dolphins are so smart, it's like, fuck. it's a totally different metric <laughs> of intelligence. Yeah. And also doesn't mean that uh, you can't dominate the planet if you can't yeah. write Shakespeare. Yeah. How many billions of years did the dinosaurs reign and there's no Shakespeare? Or dinosaur Shakespeare. But all right. So communal animals. Yeah. Elephants. So I just think that's interesting. I think about like, 
elephants, dolphins, ants, bees. Uh, you didn't want to talk about penguins for whatever reason. I don't feel like the penguins are that communal. They live in a like they live in a community, but they don't they like mate for they life. Don't have, like a society. Yeah, they do. They mate for life, and they have different groups, and they stick with their groups. And if a group cross, passes another group, they don't get mixed up and just jump to the other group. That's cute. This is why we push this to the end. I have a. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't start the show and had the long conversation to begin with because yeah, it's an interesting idea if we did a lot of research on it. True. And <laughs> knowing you, well, especially. listen, we came up with this. I came up with this topic at like eleven p.m. last night, and we had to record today at nine. I know. A, that's, nine a.m. So. That, that's why just the amount of time and prep we couldn't put yeah, in. We had so no time. It wasn't a good. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the topic that I felt comfortable and confident tackling. Sure, I understand. But I can but tell you about, this. How about this? We'll just leave it here. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> let's let's not um let's not think that we're so high and mighty that other animals don't have just as much of a society as we do. Yeah. Okay. It's different ideas. And let me tell you this: an elephant's trunk weighs four hundred pounds. <gasps> no, it doesn't. But it can pick up things as small as a single grain of rice. That's it. Wow. Is that real? 100, 400 pounds? I yeah. see you. Four, four, I like the idea of us then closing the show on that instead of... I do. I like that too, but I'm flabbergasted. All right, you want to do it again and I'll, we'll end it. Get this. An elephant's trunk weighs 400 pounds, but it can pick up things as small as a grain of rice. Thanks for listening to One Topic. You can uh, like and subscribe, rate and review. Uh, tell your friends about some really good hot sauce and give them a discount code. One Topic 15 for 15% off. You can go to hoffandpepper.com and uh, support our sponsor. So thank you. <laughs> Bye.